Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that movie is worth the trip to the theater... Or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I am talking about the recent release, nominated for Best Picture, Tar, came out last year, 2022, written and directed by Todd Field, and starring Kate Blanchett. This has garnered a lot of attention for definitely Kate Blanchett's performance and uh, the movie itself obviously uh, doing well in people's opinions. People enjoy this movie and uh, when it popped on streaming I did not hesitate to click play and uh, because I wanted to see. I'm, I want to see all the movies that were nominated. There's only a few that I haven't seen and uh, up until the Academy Awards, I want to w- try and watch them all, and then I want to do a top five list so I can rank what I think my favorite movies are. Uh, despite what the Academy says, I want to have my own ranking. Uh, but this movie is about Lydia Tarr, who is a fictional con- character. Uh, she's uh, one of the greatest living composers-slash-conductors uh, and the very first female to direct, uh, female director of a major German orchestra. Uh, the themes of this movie of power and ambition, as well as sexual misconduct. This is a movie in many ways about cancel culture, aka reaping what you sow. Uh, and uh, an interesting movie, an interesting movie. I definitely believe and understand and agree with Kate Blanchett's nomination for Best Actress. Uh, she definitely becomes this character. She embodies this character. It is a great performance from her. Uh, it is an interesting subject that I know nothing about, don't know anything about, you know, conductors, what they really do other than wave. The, I mean, obviously, I have some minor understanding of what they're doing up there but uh definitely an interesting look into a world that i know very little about and you know it's it's definitely understandable why this is nominated for an oscar uh but at the same time not necessarily movie that i connected with uh it's a movie that has potential it could have easily been one of my favorite movies i do enjoy movies about artists of different professions, of different disciplines. Uh, She is an artist who is epic at what she does. She is a master at what she does. So, you know, it is a movie that could have been, in some ways, you know, designed for me to enjoy. Uh, And the, the topic of this kind of idea of cancel culture, which some people... It's it's kind of an interesting topic, cancel culture in general in our society, where, in my opinion, it's just people kind of, uh, you know, kind of being held responsible for their actions in, uh, in different businesses and different disciplines of life. Uh, you know, people used to be able to get away with a lot of things, and 
now with everybody being connected, it's, you know, people aren't able to get away with being horrible people. And this also movie is about, you know, trying to separate the art from the artist because obviously she is the best at what she does. And in this movie, she is faced with some issues, some some perspective issues, some some uh, the way people view her changes through the course of this movie. So I think the subject matter is very interesting, obviously very timely as well, as we're seeing different people in the entertainment industry, in the arts, have their personal lives and reputations kind of damage their work in a lot of ways. And uh, it's an interesting topic. It's an interesting topic, and I think this movie... I understand why a lot of people like this movie, but for me, it, it just didn't hit, right? But in general, you're following this person who is a master at what they do, S someone who's very busy because she's so good. She's juggling a lot of different projects. She's in the process of doing, you know, some of the most important work of her career in a lot of ways. And also somebody who is breaking a lot of boundaries, being the first female chief conductor of the Berlin Philharmonic, right? A prestigious thing to be doing in her field. She is the first woman to have reached these highest of highs, which is interesting, right? People put that on a pedestal and then you have the, the conflict of the people that we put on pedestals culturally finding out that they're not good people and how as a society do we deal with that do we focus on the person do we focus on the art do we weigh the differences do we weigh who they are and what they've done does that in some ways overpower the bad things that they've done in their life i think it probably depends for me it it really just depends but you know I just go based on my gut, right? After hearing everything about somebody like Bill Cosby, I can't I can't enjoy his work. Not that I was a huge fan of his. I mean, there was a time in my life where Bill Cosby was the shit, and now there's clearly a different perspective. Same thing with like Michael Jackson. I can't not think about the person he was. When a song of his comes out, despite the fact him being one of the best to ever do what he did, it's disappointing. It's disappointing to see somebody who you have a lot of respect for and maybe you put them on a pedestal because they are so good at what they do. It is disappointing to find out that they are not good people, right? Similar in many ways to that idea of never meet your heroes, right? And I think because we have such connection to everybody, including our heroes, that statement is just broadened into don't find out the personal details about your heroes. Because, you know, people who are at the top of their game have a lot of opportunity and it's very easy for them to, to not be good people. So very interesting. And of course, as we're watching this movie, you see that she's surrounded by problems, right? There's, it's not like overtly about that thing. For the most part, we're following her as she's juggling all these things. She's doing these things. She's preparing for this event that she's going to do. And we're getting hints along the way of the cracks in the facade 
right? The veneer is is falling apart, and we're seeing her faults. But it's not overtly expressing those things. It's just hinting at those things throughout, which may or may not be a good tactic for the movie to uh, to do, but, you know, that's how it's handled. And I think that's kind of what this director, writer-director Todd Field, his other movies, In the Bedroom, and I think Little Children. Movies that are good. In the Bedroom, I think, was nominated for Best Picture the year it came out, 99, 2000, somewhere around there. Not necessarily somebody that I enjoy, right? He definitely does, has a tone and a pace and an energy to his films that I don't necessarily connect to. So, like, while I can understand why people appreciate his work, because he does, it's high quality. I just don't feel it has heart to it. It feels empty to me in a lot of ways, right? But this movie... Like I said, proposing the question, how do you separate the art from the artist? Can you separate the art from the artist? Right? Does the person's flaws discount their achievements, their contributions to culture, their contributions to art? Right? It's it's that's why it's such a bummer. Because these people contribute so much to and push so many things forward right she broke boundaries being the first woman to reach this level in her field and then to find out her personal life the person she is is flawed is not as perfect as her work how damaging that can be and is it okay is it okay for that to be damaging I think a lot of people say it's not okay. A lot of people who complain about cancel culture would prefer if they could get away with being horrible people. I think a lot of people want to reach that level of power and influence in order to get away with things, in order to not have to live by standards. And I think we want, they want people who do achieve those things to have those benefits because it's like it's this made-up fairyland they have in their head where it's like if you reach a level, success, having money, having fame is like some idealized reality people strive to be and to see that those people that are holding those positions in our culture, in our society, them not being good, we you know, there's a lot of people that don't want their illusions to be shattered in a lot of ways they want to be able to it's like you look at 90 percent of stand-up comedians podcasts the majority of them complain about cancel culture every episode as somebody that used to subscribe to a lot of comedians podcasts that was one of the reasons i stopped sub- subscribing because i just got tired it's for years for years stand-up comedians ever since louis ck Right. Not necessarily like I think consensus comedians are like, yeah, Bill Cosby, not a good person. But I think like Louis C.K. was kind of the the split where a lot of comedians are just like, oh, we can't be dirtbags anymore. 
This cancel culture has to stop. We have to be able to be these horrible people. That's who we are as artists. It's interesting. It's interesting. And again, you have these examples in our culture, whether they be Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, or even like in film, or Kanye, probably one of the most recent, huge, it, it's insane, the amount of people that will make excuses for Kanye. Like, there's no, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. If you support him, then in many ways, you are supporting what he's actively doing. And it's, I don't know, I'm, but that's somebody that like, I've never liked. So to find out that he's not a good person and is actively spreading some of the most hateful things that he's supporting some of the things our country fought against in two world wars, people support that it, it's, it's, it's mind blowing because he's a rapper they like because he, they think he's like some artist, some genius. Yeah, that word genius gets thrown around a lot. But it's definitely an interesting, this movie is an interesting look into work that I know nothing about. A world I know noth little to nothing about. The modern classical orchestra world. The world of conducting the highbrow art world, right? Very, a lot of intellectual conversations in this movie, which I appreciated, right? It's almost like listening to TED Talks. It's a lot of the time, those what they're saying goes over my head, but there's still, you know, you grasp onto things here and there. It's, it's, it's definitely interesting and just shows the level of immersion that Kate Blanchett did to become this person to embody this character very interesting let's take a quick break from this episode because i want to promote are you looking for a way to take your love of the ray taylor show to the next level look no further than inspired disorder plus as a member you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks including the full week of shows ad free in both audio and video versions a live painting archive early access to the many faces members only discounts and deals a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes but that's not all as a member you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing you'll also get get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. It definitely gave me a new understanding, you know, for conducting... And, you know, a lot of respect for what they do. When you when you understand what a thing is, you can understand the difficulties involved. You understand the artistry involved. It can definitely give you a new perspective, new respect for the thing, which this movie does in a lot of ways. So you have an amazing performance from Kate Blanchett, right? You see this almost self-destructive nature. This feeling of invincibility, somebody who is at the top of their game, almost living in this manic state of invincibility. 
it's a movie that you know definitely has it's an interesting way to examine these theme themes because you could do any kind of artistic creative person you could do a movie about cancel culture but to do a movie about this world that like even if this were like a real thing and there was a famous conductor being quote-unquote canceled we live in a world where niches are so much their own little ecosystems similar to comedy like somebody that's not into comedy would probably may not even know who louis ck is or that he had that he was canceled at one point which the idea of being canceled is like he's still making money he's doing fine he still works same with all of these so-called comedians that have been quote-unquote canceled they're all still working but there's if you're not in those world if you're not paying attention then you have no idea and if there could be like there could have been a hundred conductors that have been quote-unquote canceled in the past 10 years and i would have no idea it would never show up on my radar and that's what in in when you're in these worlds it is so much right you exist so much in that world and you can't see that the majority of humans in the world do not care are not even paying attention to what you're doing right but for me this movie kind of felt like it was missing the meat right it was missing heart it was missing like there was a lot of potential drama to be had with these things, these themes that it's it's coming up with. Could have made the character Tar more sympathetic, which I think on some level the movie might think it is making her sympathetic, which would make the audience kind of struggle a little bit more with having to separate the art from the artist. But because I didn't really connect with her as a character in any way, I never really felt bad that she just, her character is somebody who only cares about her work, uses people around her to progress in her work, doesn't really, so like when things, when bad things happen to somebody that I would consider to be a bad person on a lot of levels, just on a, a generic person-to-person level, I don't really have any sympathy for her. Where if this was a character that I was able to connect with in some way, I think it would have made the the idea and the theme of trying to separate the art from the artist tried struggling with the the idea of somebody who's done good in the world or who is a good person and has made mistakes you know it could have made it could have made the 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 turmoil internal turmoil of watching this movie a little bit more substantial it would have made me like it more like i just didn't i didn't care about her i thought it was interesting what she did the conversations are interesting but as like a person i didn't really care she, i didn't she's not i didn't think she was a good person so like when 
you see somebody kind of have this downfall you don't really you know it's just like okay you know i think the better kind of movies that show somebody spiraling out of control are when you have some connection to them in my opinion anyway and it only hints at like interesting things which is i don't know it just it felt like it could have been with a few changes it could have been a movie that i really got into but you know which i would say because the performances are great i would say the the directing is fine you know i the story that was written was to, was directed fine i just think it was more of probably a screenplay issue on that standpoint if that was better if it was written in a different way i think which you know the writer and director both todd field but that's kind of where i would put the my issues is more of the screenplay but it just felt like it was missing something you know it just felt like the meat was was gone the meat was torn off the bone there was just hints of it no real heart didn't really care nobody seemed to really care i mean some people cared i guess it seemed like the things happening that were only hinted at were far more interesting than what we saw on screen so i do want to get into spoilers talk about some some specific moments and things so if you don't want to be spoiled this is your warning if if it if this what i've said sounds interesting i mean there's definitely people that love this movie it is nominated some people like his movies i'm not just i think i'm just not a fan of his i i don't like i'm not a fan of his vibe maybe at some point i'll do a top 5 of his i don't know how many movies he's done but maybe if i watched all of his movies in succession i'd be able to get into his vibe and understand how he likes to tell stories and maybe have more appreciation for his work but so far after watching this which i didn't hate this movie i thought it was good i understand why people would like this movie it's just a movie that i didn't connect with and then seeing the other movies that he's done and those being movies that i didn't really connect with it it makes sense for me anyway so from this point on spoilers spoilers and as i said Kate blanchett obviously amazing in this role she definitely embodies this role so well she to the point where you see her this movie starts with her being interviewed for like it's like this new yorker interview or something like that in front of a live audience it's almost like the show that uh is on netflix with uh that one guy dave um the late night guy blanking on his name where it's just a one-on-one interview in front of a live audience. And you see her behind, uh, off stage, about to go on. She has like these kinds of tics, right? Either before the interview, or again, you see it when she's sitting down to play the piano, play this piece she's working on. It almost, almost like she has Tourette's on some level. But she has these like weird tics as part of her character. Which you know i can it you know i it it i would say fleshes out her character a little bit more makes it interesting definitely makes it feel like a unique type of a 
a character, which, you know, people who are very successful in the art world can be have weird ticks and things. I'm sure I have similar things. If I've stepped if I were able to step outside of myself and and see and observe me how I look before doing something important, uh, I may look I might have my own weird ticks. But also throughout this movie, there's like this paranoia she has. She's having these things that are like almost audio hallucinations where she's like hearing these in her apartment. She's hearing like these tones, which later we find out what those tones are. Her neighbor that's kind of elderly and has a caretaker and there's like this alarm or whatever that goes off that she can hear through the walls. But then even when she's out for a jog, she hears like this woman screaming and she's like running to find where this screaming is coming from. Right. So on some level, it's it it seems like these are sounds that are actually happening, but also could be audio hallucinations also could be, you know, connected to her emotional state being going through the things that are kind of off camera that she's going through. You know, and there's even times like she's sleeping, she wakes up with the the ticking of a metronome. Like there's these weird audio things that happen. Weird like dream states, weird kind of like hallucinations. There's there's moments where it's you're unclear what you're watching is real, hallucinated or a dream, you know, because of her paranoia seems to be causing a lot of that stuff. It was interesting to watch her conduct in German, right? Fine-tuning the performance of this this thing that she's preparing for with the the orchestra. Super interesting. That stuff was interesting when she was talking about conducting. Very interesting. You know, she's working on a lot of projects. She's in a same-sex marriage, adopted kid. And I believe her partner is also like one of the lead chairs in the orchestra, I think. So a weird kind of combination of business and pleasure in some ways. And also a situation where it's, you know, it's not necessarily good to work with your significant other in a lot of in a lot of ways, I guess. But she's very busy. She's got this assistant who doesn't seem very happy, who seems to be just one of the many pawns that Kate Blanchett's character is is kind of just using, kind of dangling a an opportunity in front of them in order to get them to do what she wants. And part of the story that felt lacking, part of the story that just like still is like, I don't know what it meant, right? There's these designs that keep showing up. It starts when she gets this. Well, there's a few things. There's these designs. I don't know what they mean. What was the book that she got that also had one of the things that had the designs, right? She tears the page out. She throws the book away on the the plane, right? Clearly seemed to be possibly something from this this person that is that has been abused by her in some way and then kind of rejected and tossed away chewed up and thrown out right 
But you never really get the full answer on that. And this design keeps showing up, whether it's in the book or whether it's her daughter playing with, like, Play-Doh. Doesn't ma- I don't know why that... I don't know what the significance of that design is. I don't know what it is. But, you know, it starts when she's given that book. She tears out the page and then uh, going to throw the page away, but then just decides to stuff the entire book. I don't even know what that book was. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than InspireDisorder.com. Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from the many faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of The Ray Taylor Show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to InspireDisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspireDisorder.com for all of your gift needs and now back to the show you know she wakes up hearing this metronome and she finds it in a cupboard in her studio and the lid of the metronome has this design on it as well she goes into her daughter's room and she sees this design being made out of play-doh on the floor of her daughter's room it just it just doesn't right and it's all seems connected to this potential past relationship or past assistant that she had Krista Krista Taylor I think right you find out like maybe she's a womanizer clearly that kind of becomes uncovered that she is that she's has this routine many times of getting in relationships with people that are part of the orchestra with her assistants or whatnot we find out that that Krista kills herself. Like there's this this whole other part of the story that is seems so much more interesting that we never like we never see what happened with them. We see glimpses of it with Tar looking on her assistant's emails. You see moments of it with like on-screen text messages but it's all just hints it you never really see what the the true nature of things are but you know it's not good because you see how tar just like acts like she doesn't even know anything about it right you see many points in this movie where she's just lying about things that are we we know are are not true and we find out that this woman who committed suicide, that she was like a young orchestra conductor herself. She's only 25 years old, right? But there, you know, this movie, things I can criticize, although I've said things that I did enjoy, but there are some moments that I love in this movie, right? There's this moment where she's taking her daughter to school and who's being bullied and she confronts the bully who's like these are ki- these are like 6 year old kids or whatever 6 7 8 somewhere around there and i don't know what it is but i love 
movies or TV shows where adults confront child bullies. And it's something I've seen. I don't know what I've no, I've seen it recently in things. And I would say definitely something that I enjoy, right? It's like, okay, yeah, like seeing an adult threaten threaten a child who's a bully is like, I don't know, there's some, as somebody that was bullied a lot in childhood and would have loved an adult to do something like that, which doesn't really exist. It's it's kind of a fun thing to see. Uh, I love the the way they audition. They're, for one of their pieces, they're going to have a, it's a cello soloist and they do these blind auditions where you can't see who it is loved that uh the music is also beautiful in this movie the moment where she's trying to return olga's bear the cellist trying to return her bear and she goes into this like you know run down apartment building she goes into the basement and there's a dog like it gets creepy there's like creepy moments but they end up being very lacking, right? They don't hit really, but it was definitely kind of a scary moment. And then especially when she trips and smashes her face, right? But of course, then we see her lie about that. Say she got attacked, right? So you know that she, and like effortlessly lies. So you know that this is like part of her MO that she doesn't tell full truths ever. But, you know, and I also loved when the neighbors trying to trying to sell the apartment because the old lady dies and they're like asking her to keep the noise down. She's playing her music too loud, which, of course, by far the most insulting thing to be telling a famous musician that what she is doing is noise. So, and then she just goes and just blatantly makes horrible noise i i love that as well kind of those are like the fun moments of this movie that i enjoyed that have little to nothing to do with the entire movie but were little little moments of joy little moments of like oh okay this like i'm like engaged in this movie in some way but ultimately i didn't feel bad for how she ended up you know i think i think the audience is supposed to wrestle with that a little bit more when we see what happens to her when we see everything fall apart right we but and like we're supposed to be disappointed in some way that she gets downgraded to she goes from this highest of high and now she's still technically doing what she loves she's still doing her art she's just not doing it at the level she doesn't have that prestige that she had before She's relegated to playing, conducting an orchestra for what it's, what appears to be some cosplaying thing in, you know, Thailand or something like that. Some Asian island place. So obviously, from like a success standpoint in her field, not the pinnacle that she was at. But I didn't really feel bad for her. Because there's people, there's like good people that lose everything for no reason and aren't even able to do the thing they love to do. So, I don't know. It's She's still able to do what she loves to do. 
It's just definitely not at the level she wanted to. And she still can create. There's like nothing like the only thing that changed is the the surroundings by which she's doing this. So kind of an interesting I don't know, I almost was like I was almost happy. <laughs> like like I in my opinion, in this situation, in this movie, I didn't feel bad that she lost everything. Like when the video came up that was clearly edited to make it look bad in the class she was teaching. But even in the class, she was she made some good points about disregarding these artistic achievements people did because they were bad people, right? In some ways that can be limiting to you as an artist, right? And I think on that level, in the if you're an artist, you still need to understand the work that was done and you can still draw from that work. Like if I was a comedian, there's still value in understanding what Bill Cosby did in that art form. If you're a, a, a pop musician, there's still value in understanding what Michael Jackson did in his field. But it can end there. You can have problems. You can have, you know, disagreements with him as a whole and maybe not enjoy or appreciate his work on that level knowing who they are but it doesn't mean you can't draw from like if i'm sure there's tons of painters that are horrible people sure would not surprise me at all there's horrible people anybody who has power there's easily potential for them being a toxic disgusting human being but to discount the work that they did completely, I think, is a mistake. So she and she's kind of defending, and I'm sh also she knows that she has a lot in common with these people who are have a different perspective now that we know more about them. But I didn't feel bad when the video comes out making her look bad because that's not the only thing that she is was bad for. It's not like her whole career fell apart because of that video, right? That video was just another piece, another small piece of who she is, right? She had done like let's say a hundred bad things. And that was just one of the hundred bad things. Maybe not actual proof, but it, it you know, she's, it, it's, it, you know, if you are a good person and somebody edits a video to make you look bad, then there's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to, who are there, who are going to discount the lie. Hopefully, maybe not. I'm sure there's some people that have unjustly been lost their careers. But I would say that's pretty rare. And, you know, I don't know. It's it's that you just I think a lot of people just need to realize that that's the reality we're in. That you can't just pretend to be a good person. Right? 
like uh, so many different this is like even outside of the art world like whether you're looking at religious leaders whether you're looking at law enforcement whether you're looking at politicians whether you're looking at ceos and business owners like we are in a reality where you can't get away with things what you do whether you're held responsible or not that's a completely different thing but we are going to see what you do you can't hide it anymore and it's just i think you just got to get you can, you can you can spend your entire life complaining about it but that's just the reality we're in <laughs> you just can't you can't change that you're never going to change that so you're going to have to learn how to adapt and change yourself anyway like i said interesting themes of this movie interesting discussions that it can it can you know inspire the whole idea of cancel culture aka being held responsible for your actions grooming young women right she wasn't a good person even aside from that like even if she didn't groom young women even if she didn't wasn't a horrible person like she doesn't seem like a good person in general she's like she seemed singularly focused on her work and nothing else mattered which you kind of have to be selfish in a lot of ways when you are an artist to create you can't you can't be you can't do everything for everybody else you have to be selfish but you can still be a good person so if her character was more sympathetic or relatable or likable i think i would have enjoyed this movie more um you know it made me have to wrestle a little bit more with when she's being canceled you know but i don't think just being really good at something necessarily excuses you for being a bad person i don't i think you can be a good person and be really good at something um and like I said, the ending, in my opinion, is kind of a happy ending, right? She loses her status. She loses her privilege. She gets relegated to still doing what she loves, but in a very smaller form. She's able to create. It's a well-made film, great performance, just didn't hit with me, didn't feel like there was much heart in it. So that's my thoughts. I want to thank you for tuning in to The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on TAR. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube if you're watching the episode. Until next time, enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.